Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. If you are ready to be a fly on the wall for some deep and delicious conversation, then you're in the right place. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds and empowering our black minds to go deeper, touching on topics that most people may not think to think about. And we do this with everyday real people who are just trying to make a difference in the world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, Master NLP and Hypnosis Practitioner and Trainer, Author, Speaker and Coach, and the Founder of the Black Mind Garden Community. I'm here to motivate, empower, and inspire you to be powerfully in the driver's seat of your mind and think outside the box so you can have the deepest experience of joy, success, freedom, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Okay, y'all, let's get meta. Hey, (laughs) y'all. How are you doing today? We have, actually, I have a... um, fun, special guests that I'm going to be having a conversation with. But today we're talking about the fact, you know, I love to talk about things, all things unconscious mind. I love to talk about healing. And one of the things you often hear me speak about is, is, um, healing at the unconscious level. And the fact that, you know, in order for us to sometimes move forward, we need to get rid of the, the unconscious, Um, things in our past, right? And sometimes we've experienced traumatic things in our past. Um, But the fact of the matter is that, at least in my experience as a person who does healing at the unconscious level and does a lot of healing um, around traumatic experiences and in our community is that one of the reasons that that um, people fear um, diving deep even in any type of therapy is having to relive past experiences and so um, I have I was actually having this conversation today one of the things that I was having this conversation with uh, my friend and colleague my new friend and colleague what's happening what's going on all right, it's going well. It's going well. Yes, I was just saying how I was just having this conversation with you um, the other day. How we were talking about how you know one of the barriers to people doing deep work, doing personal work, doing any kind of therapeutic process is the fear of having to um, relive the past, relive the traumas of the past. And right. how I was just having this conversation with you, like. We, you don't have to relive your past traumas in order to heal them. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we're, you're right. It, that was a that was a really great conversation because uh, it's funny. I was talking with a buddy of mine yesterday that I haven't talked to in a while, mm-hmm. and we were talking about the same thing as well too. Because mm-hmm. it's it's right now what happens is is that every time people go through a difficult situation, and and I'm guilty of this as well too. I've done this before, mm-hmm. but the moment I've gone through a difficult situation. The first thing I do is reach out to, okay, whose fault is this? Who's the blame? All right, who's the person that just 
did this to me, right? right. Value levels. We'll talk about value levels, but you know, it, it, it's it's like the mindset becomes who did this to me, right? Versus, you know what? It's just unresolved things mm-hmm. that are going on in my mind that I haven't resolved, mm-hmm. and now it's creeping up on me when times get difficult. Where the right. reality is, if it's up to me, right? If it's to be, it's up to me, right? As we've heard that yeah. before. And, so and yeah. When I st- what I say about that is, and uh-huh. I don't know if you say this too, and by the way, I want you, we're going to backtrack because I want you to kind of introduce yourself um, because the people who are on my platform might not know you. People on your platform might not know me. So, you know, for those of you who don't know me, who are who are visiting from uh, Robert's platform, I'm Dr. Maisha. We're colleagues in a very, uh, in the very same master trainer program right. uh, of, of neuro-linguistic programming which is, you know, shifting uh, at the unconscious level, having shifting our language and having that empower our and reprogram our negative thoughts and patterns and beliefs. So, Robert, why don't you introduce yourself and then uh, wanna, we can continue with the conversation there. All right, perfect. So my name is Robert Carbusia and uh, I'm an NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming Trainers Trainer. And like uh, Maisha was saying, in the same master trainer program with her as well. And uh, my background is in coaching and training uh, real estate agents. I was a team leader at the Keller Williams in Fort Lauderdale for many years. And prior to that, I was working in real estate in uh, Keller Williams in New York City. So I have over 15, uh, probably about close to 17 to 18 years of real estate experience in listing and selling real estate uh, at a high level. And, um, and for me, my prior experience was in coaching folks within and counseling within ministry and church as well mm-hmm. too. So I, I, I understand that background, that context as well too. So it's at, at the end of the day, I'm here to be a service. I'm here to be in contribution. I'm here to see the world transformed. You know, um, I woke up with that thought this morning. I'm gonna share with you the quote that I got this morning. It just came into my head because it was a reflection of my values mm-hmm. and what I was saying to myself, and I'll pull it up right here was that here we go here we go you know how it is when you have all your notes like in notes apple oh, notes yeah. keeps cha- mm-hmm. apple notes keeps changing things around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and uh, here we go i'm pulling this up right here so basically my my in my notes i have it set up where my life is purely about transformation i care for people's growth Mm-hmm. and well-being more than I care for the bottom line profits. Mm-hmm. I believe that life is about purpose and fulfilling your purpose during our journey here on earth. Mm-hmm. And the measure of my life and success is not only the, you know, based on the amount of possessions that I may have or money in the bank account, uh, but it's about the number of lives that we've managed to touch mm-hmm. while we're here on this journey. So that's pretty much me summing it up. In a nutshell, I'm here to give. I'm here to help others be the best version of themselves. And that's why we ended up on this conversation because, you know, we connected here on this platform and realized that we're both, you know, uh, trainers. And then I realized uh, along the way that you, we happen to be in the same master trainer program, master level trainer program. (laughs) So I was just saying, it's going back to what you said earlier, you said that uh, when when some things are not going your way, you kind of automatically goes to, well, who is that, you know, who did this to me? And now you realize that um, it's just a old stuff creeping up, 
from the background, right? And right. what I say about that to a lot of my clients and a lot of my prospective clients is if the stuff is creeping up, mm. it means that you're ready to resolve it. It means wow. that you're ready to resolve it because, you know, we talk about the prime directives or what I like to call when in the, I'm in these spaces, the rules of the unconscious mind is that right. it, it stores memories. It has, it has the right to repress memories to protect the body because the highest um, directive of the unconscious mind is to protect the body and protect your space. So right. when it also has the opportunity to represent things that are ready for resolution, right? Mm -hmm. So if things are coming up, if, you're running into the same problems over and over again. If you're noticing that you're stuck and things from the past, you're remembering things from the past that you know are stopping you, then that means that your unconscious mind is saying, here, it's time for you to resolve this now. Let's do something. It's putting it that. up there for you to resolve. You I know love that. I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up because sometimes we don't take it that way, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, we're getting all the warning signs. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's like, why are people reacting or behaving like this to me, you know, mm -hmm. at this moment in time? What have mm -hmm. I done? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's our projection. Yes. That, that, that we're putting out there. And then we're, we're receiving basically mm -hmm. what people are telling us. So people are sending us a message. The unconscious mm -hmm. mind is constantly saying, hello, listen, something, <laughs> something's got to change here. Right. You know, something's got to be different. Mm -hmm. And and here's the other thing that we that I've noticed in working as well with, with clients as well is that many of the clients that I've been working with, the way it's been manifesting is through pain. And mm -hmm. here's the point. Pain, not in heartache pain. Their elbows are hurting. Right. Their shoulder is stiff. Mm -hmm. Their back might be tight. Mm -hmm. They wake up in the morning and their knee is hurting. Mm -hmm. They wake up in the morning and their foot is hurting. Uh, or they wake up with a constant headache all the time. Mm -hmm. And and the, here's the thing that they don't realize is that that's just your body telling you not to go take an Advil, mm -hmm. not to go take a Tylenol, not to go ahead and, and, and take whatever kind of drug. It's telling you something's going on that you have yet to be resolved. Mm -hmm. It's time to get it resolved because if you continue this way, life is not going to be the same for you. Absolutely. It, it's, I, I just think it's so powerful. I'm glad that you brought that point up because sometimes people don't realize how the body is consistently talking to us, right? And um, and we're not we're not listening. Yeah. But you know. I, yeah. I, everything I, is a communication. Everything, everything is, is a communication. communication. Pain is a communication. Emotions are a communication. Even your right. thoughts are a communication. Your thoughts to yourself. The internal dialogues are a communication. Right. Right. And right. then we have to see them as such that they're a communication and and not necessarily us. Right. 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 We start to distinguish the communication from the the core of who we are. Then we can actually listen more deeply. Yeah. And and then actually connect more deeply with ourselves mm -hmm. and, and begin to respond to the communication. Right. You so know, no, no, I, no, I love it. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I did want to give you the opportunity since my camera shut off. And, you know, it, it, when you're doing this, all these notifications start flying up on your phone. Yes, you of push course. The wrong button. But, <laughs> but my crowd is saying, okay, so who's Maisha? Who, who's, this, who's this person that just jumped online? So go ahead, take it away. Oh, of course. So I'm Dr. Maisha. I'm a family doc by training. 
And um, I actually semi-retired from clinical medicine about almost four years ago now and began coaching. Initially, I was coaching moms in medicine um, through burnout. And uh, my background in NLP, having been having started in 20, whoo, goodness, 2013, so almost eight years ago, and then becoming a trainer in 2017, I, I, it circled back around on me. And in the, in the back of my mind, I heard the calling, it's time for you to start training. So I focus on uh, training, like doing the full NLP and hypnosis and rapid transformation, timeline therapy certifications, and specifically, specifically for people of color. Because mm. this this technology is is not as available in our communities, and we have we stand to benefit so much from working with the unconscious mind, from dealing with past generational trauma, from dealing with you know like all of the unconscious limiting thoughts from ancestral conversations that we have unresolved. We stand to benefit largely from that, but there mm. are not a lot of black trainers who are doing this work in our community. So that's my calling. That's my life's work. I also do do personal one-on-one work with people in the space like you do as well. And, um, you know, again, particularly in the healthcare space, I'm in the healthcare space and in the um, professional black women and men um, and and people of color space Mm -hmm. doing this personal transformation work. So that's who I am. That's why I talk so much about this on my lives. I talk a lot about anti-racism and 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 diversity work. Uh, I'm in that space as well, diversity, inclusion and and equity. And mm-hmm. do a lot of work in that space, especially in healthcare. Mm-hmm. And so it's just exciting. I, I was just super excited to meet uh, another person of color doing the master <laughs> trainer program with me because I know this work needs to be in our communities for sure. So, so the, the, the big question is why is it so few people <laughs> jumping into this space? You know, what, what yeah. I mean, I, I've got my own opinions of it, but I, I'd love to hear your opinion of it because. I feel like the way I look at the world is mm. definitely it is an oyster. It is there for us to take hold of it, for us to enjoy every little bit of blessing that comes from it, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and and that's that's become my contextual point of view over the years. It wasn't always that way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always that way. So I'd be lying to pretend to say that I, that I always had that perspective. But I realized yeah. that the moment I changed what was up here, everything else outside started changing for me. But but why is it, Maisha, that you think it's so few people wanting to jump into this space of transformation like like us? Man, we can we can go deep in that conversation. Come on. on. All right, all right, all right. So (laughs) there's that's just so funny. funny. Remember Arsenio Hall? Yes. (laughs) And then remember in living color? Oh, and in, in Living Color, I think it was, uh, who was it that played Arsenio Hall in In Living Color? But he had his finger was so long. He had like, and he goes like this. <laughs> and it had like a, like a foot long finger. So go ahead, Maisha. Take it away. You are so silly. That's why I love these conversations with you. Um, so there's a lot of different pathways that, that, you know, there's a lot of different reasons we can go down. So the one, the first thing Come that on. comes to mind is, is, mm white supremacy culture thinking. Mm. 
right? Let's just, I'm just going to splat out the, the most go obvious Put thing. it out there. Right? <laughs> it's, we're talking, we're getting real today. <laughs> we're getting real today. I, I, I've never known, I've never been known for being, you know, unreal. So. Good. Awesome. I love <laughs> right? it. But, you know, like really like there's this thinking like there's only one right way to do deep work or there's only one right way to heal or there's and there's also the mindset around what hypnosis what unconscious mind what mm. nlp is right right and you know specifically the fact that people tend to think that hypnosis and nlp and unconscious mind work is mind control mm. people and that's been installed at some level by groups of people that it's mind control. I mean, mm -hmm. let's take Jordan Peele's movie, Get Out. Ruined it for all of us, right? There's no teacup. There's no sunken place. We don't do that, right? <laughs> exactly. And so when, when people are misinformed by mm -hmm. larger masses of people about what this work is, then they tend to shy away from it, okay? Right. So that's one thing that I think the second is, you know, when we talk about trauma, mm. people are, are, are afraid to deal with their traumas because they're afraid of what they're going to see, what, what they're going to find out, or mm -hmm. they don't just don't want to relive it. Mm. And that was, you know, that's part of the conversation we have the other day is the work that we do, specifically the work we do with, with rapid transformation and timeline therapy. Right, right. You don't have to relive the trauma Mm -hmm. in order to heal the trauma because right. largely the work that you and I do is what we call content free. That's right? right. I love that. I love that part about it because oftentimes, you know, people may walk in feeling ashamed of mm -hmm. something that they mm -hmm. just want to release. They want to let go of, you know, they, they, they've gone to the priest and they've confessed it, but it's still there. They've right. gone to the minister and they dropped a hundred dollars in the plate and it's still there. Mm -hmm. They've gone to all kinds of things to try to eliminate the negative emotions, the negative feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. I, I always hear comedians, uh, you know, talk about you have to forgive people, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the, it, it, whether it's Tyler Perry, whether it's um, mm -hmm. uh, Steve Harvey, you know, hey, when you don't forgive people, then it's really eating you up versus right. the other person. Right. Right. And. But then they say it so nonchalantly. Oh, right. just forgive. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Just forgiving, mm -hmm. saying the word is mm -hmm. not that easy. It doesn't make right. the emotions go away. Right. It just doesn't. And people are wrapped up in this. You know, it's, it's just a nice quote. In, yeah. in my opinion, it's a quote. Yeah. Now, when you say to me that you could eliminate those negative feelings and those emotions like that. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. It is. Because when you eliminate that, 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 that resentment mm -hmm. that's holding you back, right. when you eliminate that experience you had as a child mm -hmm. that's been holding you back, and it's no longer an issue. It's just a moment in time. Like every right. other circumstance in life, it's a moment right. in time. That is so powerful. Right. So why aren't more people taking advantage of it? Well, you know, the other piece is people don't believe that they can change. People don't believe that that it's possible to let go of, you know, years, 30, 40 decades of of negative emotions. Mm 
-hmm. people don't believe that it's possible, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, because especially people who may have like been to therapists for years and years and years or multiple therapists over the years and still have some like that residual limiting beliefs or negative emotions. And also people may believe that it works for other people, but they don't believe that it works for themselves. Right. Wow. Other people, you know, I think oh, you got to say that again. People. I right? think you yeah. got to say that because that's that's that you just hit on something. Go ahead. Say that one more time. Yes. People think that it works for other people, but they don't think it's going to work for them. Mm. Like it's there's a term for that. It's called terminally unique. Ooh. People think they're terminally unique. Right. Mm -hmm. It works for other people, but it won't work for me. Right. I'm too broken. I'm too much. I'm too complicated. These are mm -hmm. all of the 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 limiting decisions that cause people to not do the work. Right. 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 And and all of that is just a lie. It's yeah, just true. a lie, you know. And so we have to begin to understand, you know, like the culture um, get around. Number one, the fact that this doesn't take you. OK, let's talk about religion, because, you know, you said you you, you came out to the spiritual world to the ministry. People in the black community. Right. Particularly in the South, where I'm mm -hmm. here in Atlanta, grew up in Huntsville, Alabama, mm -hmm. um, the, anything other than the traditional church method is deemed the devil. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so what I, when I talk to people about this work, because a lot of people that I do this work with are Christian. Yeah. And they always ask, you know, like, what's the, how does this work with religion? And I say, well, it's not a religious process. Right. Right. It is a neurological process. I sometimes like to call it a metaphysical process. Right. Right. But what I found is that it actually deepens your connection with higher power. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what people have to get is that they think, oh, anything that's not the Bible takes you away from God or takes you away from the path of God. And it's just not true. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100 percent. And that and that just to kind of give you some insight on that as well, too, is that uh, a lot of that is preached from the pulpit mm -hmm. uh, out of fear. Absolutely. It's preached out of fear from the pulpit because uh, the person who's uh, leading or running the church, listen, they've got performance metrics. I'm going to speak <laughs> from a corporate perspective. Oh. Okay, come on, yeah. speak now, because I right. know this. They've got their performance metrics. I mean, okay. think about it. If the, the more people that you have there within the church that are maintaining and they're mm -hmm. consistently, you know, making their contribution and they're part of the egregor, mm -hmm. then what's happening is that keeps the bills going. That keeps the right. lights running. It right. keeps everything going, Right. you know? And... Anything that can keep you in a state of fear mm -hmm. to keep you within the, 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 the egregor that is formed, to keep mm -hmm. you within the group that's formed, mm -hmm. then it benefits the church. Right. It just does. It just does. You know, I, I mean, it, it's there have been countless opportunities where I've experienced that it, it's better for a person, honestly, to just step back from the religious practices and just reflect on what's going on in their own life and in their own selves, because they're not getting the results that is being promised from the pulpit. Right. You right. know, 
and yeah. it's and it's hurtful to people. People, right? People have stayed in abusive, physically abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Physically abusive relationships. They have stayed in there where, uh, and I haven't heard. I mean, I'm sure it happens where women are beating up guys, but I haven't heard too many stories of that. Mm-hmm. I've always heard the opposite. Right. Right. Where a man is abusing the woman, and the woman would stay in the relationship because of the simple fact that when she reads it in the bible it says the only way that you can get a divorce is by marital unfaithfulness mm-hmm. interesting so here you are stuck in a relationship where the man is you know and this is no nothing to uh, against men because listen I, i'm all I'm for both parties right mm-hmm. men and women everybody's been deceived in one way or another or in a mm-hmm. trance and like we mm-hmm. talked about before because mm-hmm. people say they're afraid of hypnosis guess what they're already in hypnosis if they don't even realize it. And I'll break it down Absolutely. to you how that works, how that works with, with church. Absolutely. Unconsciously not knowing it. Look, but here's I'm glad line. that you, look, I'm glad you stopped to interrupt you, but I'm glad you said that because that's where I was going to next. So I'm gonna let you break that down. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so here's the, here's the whole point. The whole point is that, is that there's no way with a clear conscience could, could I advise or coach anyone to be in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and maintain that relationship because of the fact that they haven't caught their partner or spouse in a cheating situation. You know what I mean? I just think that's just unhealthy mentally. And what it does is silences the person and the person ends up losing their voice. The person ends up losing confidence. So they're being hurt in more ways than we could ever imagine. Now, going back to the point of let's talk uh, about, yeah, let's talk about hypnosis in the church. Let's let's talk about that. So both you and I know, listen, here's the bottom line. Has there ever been a time where you're coming home late from work and you're just sitting there driving and next thing you know, you're in your driveway. That's right. Trance. That's a trance. (laughs) That's right. Trance. I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. How did I get here? How did I get here? Mm -hmm. I mean, if nobody's ever experienced that, you're lying. That's right. So that's trance. a trance. <laughs> so the way the trance works is that the conscious mind is being distracted, mm-hmm. right? The conscious right. mind, and then the unconscious right. mind is functioning. It's just mm-hmm. function. It's doing its thing mm-hmm. unconsciously, right? And uh, that's where, where you know later on, I'm sure you teach about unconscious competence, right? Yes. So bottom line is, it's going, it's going, it's going, and next you know, you have your results. It's like brushing your teeth in the morning. It's mm-hmm. like getting up in the morning and brushing your hair, whatever it is that you automatically feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in order for the unconscious mind to receive information, the conscious mind has to be distracted. That's right. So the moment you walk in through the doors in the congregation, okay? And, 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 and this is a model that people just follow because there are very many ministers, preachers that they don't realize what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking with uh, uh, my, my old teen leader when I was a teenager mm-hmm. and he used to be our teen counselor. Right. And I said to him, he said to me, Rob, is hypnosis real? And I said, dude, you're a master hypnotist. You've been hypnotizing <laughs> people for the, ma- the last 30 years. What do you mean hypnosis isn't real? Dude, you've been hypnotizing teenagers. You've been hypnotizing right. adults. Yeah. You know, so the moment you walk in, boom, you have the music going on. Mm-hmm. The ushers. Da, 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 da. You got the ushers. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, thank you, Lord. Right. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's like it's going. So now, unconsciously, you're going into the trance because your mind is now focused on the music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? 
And now your your conscious mind is open to receiving the information. Mm -hmm. So people are receiving the information. And here's where it gets dangerous, my friend. That if the minister, whoever is preaching, has not resolved their own issues. Yes. If they're still dealing with the fact that maybe they were raised by a single mom. If they're still dealing with the fact that maybe they were abused. If they're still dealing with the fact that they haven't resolved things. What they're doing is they're grabbing whatever scripture makes them feel good and they're projecting their feelings and emotions through that scripture, through their own right. interpretations. Right. That is where it's deadly. That's, so That's where the damage happens. That's where it happens. OK. Mm -hmm. And now the people are sitting there. Amen. So there's their acknowledgement. There's their trance. That, yeah, that's the yes. Already, that's the that's mm -hmm. the, the that's the convincer. Right. That's You're convincer. right. You're that's right. right. Yes. That's what's going on. So now that that's happening, you know, then you get to the contribution part. So you're already mm -hmm. in a massive trance. Right. You know, you give a dollar, you get ten dollars back. You know right. what I mean? Or whatever the case yeah. might be. So now right. you're, you're just aimlessly just putting things on automatic. Talk about mm -hmm. an automatic subscription, mm -hmm. you know, that's happening. Mm -hmm. So in psychology, this is, it's called an egregor. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what's formed. It's a body mm. of people together and, and, and they're in that trance. That's mm -hmm. just a, a very simple, practical example. But yet, if we're not paying attention, it's deadly. And here's how you can tell that the person at the pulpit has issues. Right. Mm -hmm. OK. If you're saying to yourself, what is this guy talking about? Mm -hmm. They got issues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't experience what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. They got issues. Mm -hmm. You know, they got things that need to get resolved. They may not want to. Yeah. It. You know, it's Go interesting ahead. that you're bringing this to light because I never thought of it in that in that level of depth. Because in the other piece of the trance, too, is the cadence of the the message. And mm -hmm. especially in a lot of black and brown churches, the cadence of the message, if you're in like a Baptist church or primitive Baptist or AME or, you know, like that kind of thing, the cadence is another deepening of, uh, of the, of the, of the trance. Right. And so, um, you know, what's interesting about that is that this work can be powerful for ministers and pastors. Because if they do want to have the greatest impact, positive impact, positive, positive impact on their congregation, then they will resolve their issues. So they're not projecting their negative thoughts and beliefs and limiting decisions. And they can clearly read and what's, you know, what's like clearly convey the message Mm -hmm. From the Bible, not this overly interpreted message, because we already we already know that the the Bible is there's a lot of large a lot of interpretation that happens anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, there is. So, um, <laughs> she said, "Hey, man, call him the clergy. <laughs> clear, <laughs> clear, <laughs> clear the clergy. Clear the clergy. Hey, hey, you know. So this is a powerful. This is a, a you know a powerful tool." If used in the in an in an, an ecological or, or ethical manner right. for spiritual leaders, yeah. because yeah. the spiritual leader who gets in it to really positively impact their their um, their people, their their community, right, um, 
really needs to deal with their stuff and have the people, the leaders in, around, in and around them deal with their stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the more clarity you bring in that space, the more abundance you bring, like true abundance, and the more you, you know, you actually, I would like call deliver people, right? Deliver people into a deeper spiritual place and allow mm-hmm. them to connect, right? And so, you know, it's it's so interesting. We can go so deep into this. Um, <laughs> so many no, no, times. Listen, I think we listen. we've like picked up about three more times. We got to have more because yeah, I think no, we picked it, up it, about it, three more goes, topics. This, this goes beyond beyond. And 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 here's the thing that I that I love what you're saying because the reason why we teach this is because listen, uh, it, it, it's NLP hypnosis, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's used for good. However, it's the same analogy as it is with the hammer. You know, to a construction worker, a hammer is a tool to build a house. That's right. But to somebody who is missing up there, mentally ill, and wants to do damage to people, they can use a hammer to do damage on other Mm -hmm. people. So the tool is still the tool. The -hmm. tool remains the same. It's just Mm -hmm. who's using that tool. And, 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 And my goal just like yours, I know, is to teach and inform people to recognize how this tool is being used on them. That's right. That's right. Because if they don't know how it's being used on them, that is scary. Mm-hmm. And that's where the issue is. Because right. it's not it's not a tool that you see a physical hammer, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's mm-hmm. a tool that it happens on the unconscious level. That's right. You know, and, and, and um, I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just put a pin in this or like wrap it up right. this one little topic is that here's another clue when the person's preaching from the ministry is that are they consistently crapping on the men in the ministry and consistently lifting up the women mm-hmm. that's another topic that we can expand on maybe at another time wow but yes I want people yes. to pay attention to that because notice the dynamic that gets created when you're always crapping on the men from the pulpit and you're uplifting the women. Mm-hmm. Then women start to ask themselves, where are all the men? Right. And they're I'm all right there in there. front of their eyes. Woo! That's a whole other topic. Whole other topic. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. But I'm just going to leave it there as a clue right. as to what's going on on an unconscious level that people don't realize. The, the, the real man has actually been sitting next to them this whole time, but they just listened to the wrong man. That's all. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I think, you know, just even to bring it back to your analogy of the, the, the hammer, right. it's our responsibility, right? It's our mm-hmm. responsibility as trainers yes. to even evaluate, you know, the ecology of who we teach. You know, I know one thing that I do is I interview every potential student that's coming into my program. Okay. Because I want to know why they want to learn it. I want to know how they think they're going to use it. I want to know all about the intentions, the underlying intentions behind getting these tools so that I, to the best of my ability, can be sure that they're going to use it in an ecological way. Right. And so we have, you know, just as much as we're, you know, we're bringing personal responsibility to uh, our people, mm-hmm. right, who are, we're teaching, like, okay, you got to use it. It, it can be used as a hammer, it can be used as a hammer to build or a hammer to destroy. As trainers, right. our responsibility is to make sure we evaluate who we're teaching this to 
so that we do the greatest good, which is that's our, just like you said, at the very beginning, you know, we are here to do the greatest good. And mm-hmm. so, so many conversations that we could have. But I do think just to even bring it all the way back to this personal development work, this deep work that we're teaching, that we're doing one-on-one with people, um, it doesn't require for people to relive their trauma in order to heal it. Right. And it's because of the nature of the work. It's because mm-hmm. of the nature of it being at the unconscious level. Yeah. And I, I want people to take that away I think one of the, you talked about um, the fact that it's important for us to teach people how these tools are being used on them. I think one of the best ways to um, to teach them that is to teach them the tools themselves. Mm. And that is why being a trainer is so important for us is because right. we get to teach them the tools that they can use for themselves to empower themselves. They get to teach them the tools so they can recognize when when they're when the tools are being used on them and they get to teach, they get to learn the tools to be able to impact others at a deeper level as well. And that's the other reason I teach because I want to duplicate myself in this work. Mm. I want to duplicate myself out in the world so that there's lots of people, especially people of color who are doing this unconscious mind work, who are healing um, our communities Because Mm -hmm. as I said at some point in our conversation before, when you do this deep work on yourself, you're not only healing yourself, you're healing your ancestors. That's right. And you're healing your descendants. That's right. And that is very important to me. Very. Oh, thank you, David. It's so good to see you. It's been a while since we've chatted. So with that, thank you, Robert. You know what? This is, we're going to, I'm going to reach out to you because we're going to have to continue this conversation we've had such an amazing conversation. We've got to continue this conversation. Um, we've come up with like about 50 million particular top potential topics that we can touch on. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. So you guys who are on my platform, go follow Robert. He's awesome. And um, same how can thing on my platform. Go follow. Go follow my issue as well too. I mean, <laughs> this has been awesome because I, I I think I think people need to be able to hear from from a male perspective and a female perspective, mm-hmm. which makes Absolutely. it even more powerful because of just. It's just guys sometimes want to just talk to dudes. You know what I mean? They just they just want to have like dude talk. Yes. What's up, my brother? Right. You know what I mean? People can reach me at uh, uh, they can reach me uh, at uh, Rob's Coaching at Gmail dot com. R O B S Coaching at Gmail dot com, or you know, send me a message on 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 Instagram. Let's make it simple. You know, that's the way to do it. Same here. You if you want to reach out to me, you want to know what I'm doing with my trainings, just. Just direct message me on Instagram. So, well, thank you so much for coming on and doing this conversation. We'll definitely do one soon in the future. Um, Thank you all for listening, for the engagement. You know, I always love to see the engagement. And uh, we will see you all next week. Have a great rest of the week and a great rest of the day. (laughs) 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 Namaste, (laughs) y'all. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we release a new episode. Also, this is truly a movement for us, and I'm committed that this message reaches the masses. However, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us to grow. So if you like this podcast, I would love and appreciate if you'd let us know. 
leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, and then share it with just three of your friends. We want to expand our reach and bring transformation to all of our brothers and sisters out there who are still seeking more freedom, purpose, and peace of mind in their lives. And finally, if you want to learn more about how to join our community, it's simple. Go to www.mindremappingnation.com. And if you're interested in learning more about NLP and hypnosis and how you can learn and train with us, consider looking at our upcoming classes. You can read more about that at remapmymind.com or schedule directly if you want more deep work at remapmymind.today. As always, we love and appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Namaste.